The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Gilderland Public Library, its staff, or board of directors. Hello, and welcome to the June episode of How Did You Find It? at the Gilderland Public Library. Uh, this month's episode is mostly going to be devoted to a preview of the kids' summer reading program, but uh, before we get into that, I just want to give you a couple updates and talk about your own summer reading. So, uh, the library is open, and we are hoping that by the end of June we're going to start doing in-person programs again. If you're a regular library user, you know June is often a sort of light month for programming. We still have some programs going on, but we usually cut back a little bit so that everyone can get ready to gear up for summer reading events and programs and projects. So let's see what's going on this month. June 20th, there's a virtual community conversation titled We Who Believe in Freedom. Uh, on June 28th, we have our adult summer reading program kickoff. On uh, June 29th, we have the kids summer reading program kickoff. And on June 30th, we have an in-person um, author talk and signing of the author of Dog Hiker. Like I said, this month's episode will, um, we're talking, we're talking summer reading. So as you may know, the library um, purchases a selection of books that are recommended summer reads. We have these books for, um, there's an adult selection of summer reading books, and there's books in the kids and YA section um, that are often recommended by the school or recommended by our librarians. Um, and those are absolutely terrific selections that you should absolutely um, browse and check out. Um, but in addition, I'm going to give you a short list of books I personally think anyone could enjoy. All right, here's five books I think are just great books. Number one, Deacon King Kong by James McBride. Number two, Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman, which is the first book in a series. So if you like it, there's some more. Number three, No Judgment by Meg Cabot, which is also the first book in a series. Uh, number four, We Were Liars by E. Lockhart. And number five, Bean Trees by Barbara Kingsolver. So, you should read all those books. They're fantastic. <laughs> okay, like I said, the rest of our show is a special conversation with Emily, Michelle, and Brianna. And they're going to talk highlights and information you need about the Kids Summer Reading Program. Have a good month. We'll see you in July. All right. Welcome, everybody. Thank you, Kathleen, for having us today. Um, my name is Emily Vespuso. I'm a youth services librarian, and I have with me Brianna Lakowitz, who is the teen and also a youth services librarian, um, and Michelle Conti, who is a library assistant. And we are here to today to talk to you about summer reading program and what to expect this summer. So jumping right into things, what is the Collaborative Summer Reading Program, also known as SRP? We'll probably be calling it SRP. It's easier than Summer Reading Program. Well, the Collective Summer Reading is universally um, throughout the United States. It's just something that um, is a is an organization that comes up with themes. They come up with different materials. They actually like help you assist 
in coming up with programming and they're like just a really great platform for any librarian or any library to like pull materials because not everybody is a programmer not everyone has done it for a, several decades so like they built this beautiful platform that anybody has access to um to build programming for families and for all the way up to adults basically birth to 105 um, <laughs> and uh, so we've adapted it and we call it summer reading program um, which we get to we basically kind of follow their model of like promoting reading because of the um, summer slide with kids which we'll probably talk about that a little later but um it, we just want to support and make it like the best two months that like kids and families can come in and and promote reading. Yeah, I think it's our chance to take over from, you know, the school year being over and it's our chance to welcome everybody to the library and mind about reading and all the things they love to do. Perfect. Thank you. And what is this year's theme? This year's theme is Oceans of Possibilities. So it's Perfect. all about oceans, animals that live in the sea, anything we can think of to go along with that theme. Great. And that actually leads into our next question, which is what can people expect from SRP this year from Gildren Public Library? As in last year, we're going to be doing our themed weeks again. So every week has a special theme that we're going to follow with our programs. So our story time, our kits, and our in-person programs will all follow that theme. Um, for, adult, for adults, we're going to be doing our first ever summer reading kickoff for them. Um, we have craft programs. Book clubs are back, but they're themed oceaned. And we have... Uh, possibly a kit or two and thrown in there as well. Now, let's talk about the planning process a little bit um, and uh, the background on how we plan for summer reading. And specifically, what is like the most rewarding or exciting part about planning for SRP? I think technically we start planning the day after we finish the summer reading program because we already know the theme for next year. We already um, start having ideas percolating, things we liked the current year that we want to revisit to match to the new theme. So we start right away, I would say. The next time that's big, I think, and exciting for planning is when they release all the marketing materials. And they always get an illustrator, a well-known illustrator, to do the posters and the images that you see on stickers and everything like that. So that's always exciting. We get to see the t-shirts. You may notice we always have our matching t-shirts that kick off. We get to see the different t-shirt designs and start deciding which one you want to get. <laughs> so that's always exciting. I think right around March is where I get really excited because we've basically, we've, our, we've picked our themes. So that's really fun. You've, we've picked which age range we want to work with or what programs and like we start partnering up and then this is where we start diving in. <laughs> no pun intended for this ocean. <laughs> this is when where we start diving into like the nitty gritty and then you get like the the titles of programs start coming out and then like you're tweaking it here and there we're meeting every week to just talk about summer which sometimes can be exhausting but it's also just a lot of fun and you know you just start getting excited 
and it doesn't wear off even in June. Like even now in June, I don't feel like overwhelmed or I feel like, oh, I'm so sick of it. Like, I'm just like ready to go, ready to go, ready to go. Like you're at that start line and you're just waiting for them to like signal you could go and you could do your, all your fun stuff. I think that is like, that's part of the benefit of starting so early is that, you know, we're not burnt out when summer actually starts. We're actually just incredibly excited to finally get started on these things we've been planning all year. So Brianna, what is the importance of SRP for youths and teens? We mentioned a little bit at the beginning, Michelle gave a little preview about summer slides. That's something we talk a lot about in libraries is that during the summer when kids are out of school and you're not in class every day, you're not doing homework or doing your reading class time, that sometimes your skills slide backwards. And when you go back the next fall, you aren't at the same reading level you left school at. So libraries, that's where we feel it's our natural place to step in and help with that and make sure the summer slide doesn't happen, that you stay at your same reading level or even improve reading levels. So the idea of the summer reading program is about reading, but also about having fun and bringing kids into the library and inspiring them to read books and remember why they like coming to the library. Beautiful. Absolutely. Michelle, what would you say is important for adults with summer reading? Well, it doesn't hurt that we do give them a prize. They also uh, (laughs) track their reading on Beanstack, but Um, especially in upstate New York, we have a lot of snowbirds still around, like that's still a thing. Um, and the summertime is our busiest time, like uh, for all ages, people remember the library still there, even though there's not more time in the day, like more than 24 hours, the sun is out like a little bit longer. So people do tend to read more, like they feel like they have a little bit more time of daylight to sit on a porch, sit by the lake, sit by a fire and just read their books. Um, Also really great titles come out in the summertime, those summertime summer beach reads. Um, That brings a lot of people in, a lot of sci-fi books come out too around that time. Like it's always like June and then like December, like right before the holidays. So a lot of new books come out. So it brings a lot more people into the library and we see, we just, we just have summer people. We have summer adults that just come in we're air conditioned, like it's just, it's just a hopping place in the summer because they know that they can get the resources and it's obviously affordable. <laughs> Absolutely. So why not make it fun with a theme right. and prizes? Yeah. Um, and you talked a little bit about Beanstack. Um, could either you just quickly explain uh, Beanstack and our, our prizes a little bit? So Beanstack is a platform. You can get it as an app on your phone. You can visit it uh, through our website, but it's a reading tracker. So you just track the books you've read, books you want to read. We also use it for summer reading to track activities. So like coming to the library, uh, we say, you know, you get some points for going swimming or cleaning your room. So it also tracks that as well. It's got challenges you can do. You know, we've had read every book in this series, things like that. And at the end, as part of some reading program, all these points that you've now tracked put you into the pot for different prizes. And we've got 
pizza prizes, we've got ice cream, we have gift cards to the art store, gift cards to the toy store, gift cards to the bookstore, and which was really popular last year, we're once again doing the World Wildlife um, Adopted Animal option as well. And along with that, you get to have a little stuffed plushie you get to choose. So yeah, we, we were going through those a, a little while back, and I swear they have a stuffed animal version of every single animal mm -hmm. on the And they're planet. so it cute. They're all so adorable, too. I was very jealous of it. And it also, you know, helps the World Wildlife Federation by having this donation that we give. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Oh, thank you for that. All right. Let's get into the nitty gritty a little bit. What was your first SRP theme and what was the year, Michelle? Oh, I think it was really 2014. So I think that was a dig into reading. I just remember a mole on, on bookmarks. I really <laughs> didn't know what, what to expect. Um, I had just started working full time and I was just trying to get teens to come to the library that I was working at that time. So I just remember making like DIY bouncy balls and like I just was trying to figure out what kids liked at that time but I don't think I did anything with the summer reading theme because I just didn't know what it was or like how it worked or anything. Rihanna? I feel like I have two. The first summer reading I experienced was as an intern and that have been 2015 and the theme was every hero has a story. Though that was also back when they used to do two themes or three, they would have a different theme for children, teens, and adults. And the Whoa. team was unmasked. Oh. Yes, it's much less complicated not having three different slogans. <laughs> um, so I remember, so I was just helping out the librarians at that point. I remember we had a superhero academy because everything was about superheroes and, you know, we got to play into Marvel type stuff. But my actual one as a librarian would have been 2016. And that was the sports year. So that was on your market set read was the main theme and the teens one was get in the game and read. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we did a lot to do with sports and games and outdoor activities like that. Awesome. I think mine, I don't even, I don't know what year this was, was um, I think mine was universe of stories. It was a recent one that may have been 2017. That was 2019. 2019? Mm -hmm. Then I don't know what my first one was. That was my first time at Gilderland, and I just remembered, I was just like, wow, they go all out here. I was <laughs> like, the decorations, the, the table set in the program room with just a bunch of, like, trinkets and rubber duckies, and they're like, can you organize all of these, like, SRP prizes? And I was like, uh -huh. sure, no problem. <laughs> All right. On a similar note, so that was your first SRP theme. What is your favorite SRP theme? Mine, I think, was Universal Stories going off that one. We had a lot of fun because it was all about space. Um, I remember we did an alien slime and space rocks program where we made slime and we did moon sand and all that stuff. And we just made a mess and played around in the Helderberg room and that was oh, that great was so cool yeah and we did an awesome escape room we did for the teens that year escape the starship that was so fun we had a great time just planning that and I think the teens really loved it we did a sci-fi craft night where we just brought out all our um 
you know, to make t-shirts and the cricket and the button maker and uh, the little thing you iron, the, the little beads. I can't remember what that's called. We did oh, keychains yeah. out of that. So that was, that was a great summer. That's a good theme. Michelle. I am still looking, looking up which one it was or what the actual title was of it. It was the year that we did music. Mm. Oh, it was oh, like it Libraries was, Rock. Libraries Rock. Yep. Yeah. So I did really like that. The library that I was working at had done, um, we actually made mini camps, which was like the themed weeks, but we ended up having like three days worth of programming. So there was like a beginning of an introduction, then you have like the middle and then the end. And we ended up doing like a lip sync camp where like all the kids got to pick a song and they got to rehearse it. They got to do costumes. And then the last day parents got to come in and they performed these lip syncs. It's the same thing that I probably did with my friends growing up and like rehearsing, <laughs> rehearsing dance moves and then like trying to get my mom to actually like pay attention to us and uh, like do all the moves but it was just so much fun and we gave little trophies we did a beach shazam i don't know if you've ever tried to build like a a whole game show off of google slides but it's hard especially with music (laughs) but that was wonderful to have families compete against each other on beach shazam Oh like man, I wish fun. we had to. Yeah, I wish we had to at Gilderland at that. I will confess on behalf of Gilderland, I don't think that many of us are very musically talented and we went hard on the rock part of Libraries Rocks and <laughs> there was a lot of rocks being brought in with programs. <laughs> All right. So to like jump back into planning a little bit, what is one thing that since COVID and the pandemic and the shutdown that uh, we've incorporated into SRP that you wish we had started years ago. What is one thing that you don't think that that we started because of COVID that you don't think will stop? I think it's the kids. I think they're kids. They're so, they're not as bad now, like prepping them and coming up with concepts and ideas. I remember the first couple that we had done, Brianna and I did a couple together for teens. and it was just like, what are we going to do? What are they even like? Where are they mentally that they're going to like pick up a bag and do it from the library? But now like it, it, it does come easier. And I think it's just, it, they, patrons can still participate in library programs. We still get the statistic for it, but it works for every person's life. Like if you're a working parent and you can pick it up on a Monday and just sit a couple minutes with your child and work on it. Same thing with adults. Like you may not be able to get to the library or you may not feel comfortable being in a public space doing a public craft program with that many people, but you can still pick it up and still participate. And whatever you want it, you know, whenever and how long it ever takes you, like I think those are here to stay because they're the the best extension of the library that people can bring things home and do them and feel safe but also like not have the time constraint of getting to the library at 2 p.m. on a Wednesday or like six o'clock on a Thursday, like night to do an adult thing. So absolutely, it's a program at your own pace. Absolutely. And I think, believe us, we, you know, we spend just as much effort and thought into those kits as in a physical program. They're just as valuable. And I would also say, 
while we're not doing too much virtual programming this summer, at least planning to, having that be an option, I think, is valuable and helpful if things do have to skew back into virtual. People are used to it. We know how to do it. Patrons know how to do it. So now it's an option. Also, we can we can send in so much more library resources. Like we can put in that we have Creative Bug. Like we got this, we got one idea off of Creative Bug, which is a service the library has. Like you can't really announce that in a program so much, but you can put library resources and information into that bag that they can explore on their own. And it's not somebody like at the, the beginning of like a program room, like announcing all of these things they could do. You could put a reading list that goes in with like these activities or like just it, it just builds so much more. It's a, like another extension of the library, which is awesome. Absolutely. So what is one event that you are looking forward to this summer? Michelle, what is one adult event you're looking forward to? I am really looking forward to the bingo trivia program that our librarian um, Christina will be doing. It is going to be a very different program for I think us. It's it's bingo, it's trivia, it's just it's going to be probably one of the first big adult programs back in the building. And there'll be some mocktails. It'll it'll just be a good time. It'll feel like you're right on a cruise or in a bingo hall. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Rihanna, what is one teen event that you are most looking forward to? Oh, I think it's going to have to be our Bermuda Triangle escape room. Going off, you know, doing escape rooms before. So I think it'll be really awesome. We're hoping for a, you know, a steampunk submarine feel. So turning our Westwick room into that is going to be really fun. Yes, definitely. I'm going to be there for that. And I cannot wait. <laughs> um, I'm personally looking forward to this is for kids. It's the pirate treasure hunt at uh, Tawasantha Park. That is going to be so cool. I walked the trail for it the other day. And it is going to be just so much fun. Yeah, and we're saying come in costume fun. too. So we're saying dress up your best pirate wear. So I can't wait to see every all these kids running around in Thompson oh. Park as pirates. That is <laughs> so cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, is there anything else we'd like to add or plug about summer reading SRP this year? Yes. Let's plug some of the kickoffs because they're coming up within, what did I... I, we have a whiteboard in our office and I keep doing the countdown, which I don't know if is scary to some people or it kind of keeps you on task, but I love a good countdown because it's like kind of that countdown to like summer vacation or countdown to the holidays. Um, <laughs> so our children's kickoff event is Wednesday, June 29th. Um, it's almost an all day event, which is going is very different for us Um than in the past. So there's two blocks of time, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. You can come on in and grab your beach bag. Um, and then after the afternoon is three to seven. So if you come after that uh, afternoon, you'll see me, well, probably all of us, but I'll be there until nine, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you can start registering for that on June 15th. To pick up that beach up. bag. Yes. I do believe all of our events, you can start registering, or at least most, two weeks in advance, right? Yep. You got it. Yes. Um, also, and I, can I plug the adult? Please. 
Okay, so this is also the first year we're doing an adult summer reading kickoff because adults deserve a little fun too. The adult summer reading kickoff is the day before, so Tuesday, June 28th, and that's going to be 4.30 to 7.30. It's in the front room of the library. We call it the Tawasantha room, and it's going to be transformed into something very beachy. There'll be an awesome playlist that I just finished the other day, and you'll be able to browse all of our beach read collections, plus see all the titles for book clubs, and you'll be able to get um, a really beautiful handout that our um, librarian Jocelyn made to kind of go over all the books and to talk about how to register for Beanstack as an adult. Fantastic. Yes. So I also wanted to just mention that there are a few different ways you can keep your finger on the pulse of summer reading at Gildan Public Library. Uh, you can um, keep an eye on our website uh, where it says events and I'll bring you to our event calendar. Um, from our website, you can also sign up and see past editions of our e-newsletter. That's a GPL, Gilman Public Library-wide newsletter and the email blast as well. And um, if you haven't already, add Gilman Public Library on Facebook. And for families, there is also the GPL Kids page on the website. From there, you can sign up for the GPL Kids and Families newsletter, and we go all out for the newsletter in the summer, making sure that you know what the themed week is and what events you can sign up for. And there are also summer discovery pages this summer, weekly as well. And you can also join our GPL Kids and Families Facebook page and get lots of updates that way. Is there anything else that we want to include? I don't think so. I think we're just yeah. looking forward to seeing everybody this summer. Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm just excited to like reveal all of the things that we have going on and just to see different people because we do see different people and different families come in because they have the time. They're not running to like a thousand different activities after school. And it'll be our new space as well. We haven't had a yeah. summer reading program in the building in our new space. Yeah, it's like a christening of sorts. It is. It is. We need one of those like champagne bottles on yeah. a boat. Yeah. <laughs> or ship, probably. You're supposed to probably say ship. Yes. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Brianna and Michelle, for joining me today to talk all summer, all SRP stuff. Yes. Well, and thank, thank you, you Emily, yeah. for being our thank interviewer. Of course. It was my pleasure. <laughs> and thanks, Kathleen, for having us on the podcast today. Well, that's the end of this episode of How Did You Find It at the Gilderland Library. Thank you for listening. If you uh, like the show, please rate it and review it wherever you listen to this podcast. Also, tell a friend. You know, rating and reviewing in your, your podcast app helps friends you don't know find the show. You know, we want people to listen. <laughs> if you have ideas or suggestions or questions, please email us at podcast at gilderlandlibrary.org. Thank you for listening.